If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the middle of April 2021, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And if you've been curious about what's going on with tech this week, you're in the right place. There's been a lot, and we only have five minutes, so we'll skip the pleasantries. Hi, how are you? And get stuck in. Starting with what's happening next week, because Apple has sent word that it will be launching something next week. It could be one something, or several somethings, but the rumors are suggesting new iPad models, and possibly something else, as Apple's April spring-loaded event will likely be next week's big topic. For now, it's pretty much all speculation, but if you were thinking that this was the week you should buy an iPad or pretty much anything with the Apple logo on it, maybe hold off, it might be better next week. Before then, there's been plenty of tech, starting with new PCs, because there were more than a few this week. Dell launched a few in its Inspiron range, covering 13, 14, 15, and even 16 inches, with the new computers made from environmentally friendly materials and able to recharge up to 80% of a battery within an hour. The 16-inch looks like the one to impress, with onboard graphics and a 3K resolution, basically making it a laptop that stands out. And it's not alone. Microsoft has a new Surface laptop on the way, the Surface Laptop 4. This will come in either a 13.5 or a 15-inch model with more impressive speakers plus a better microphone and camera, because working from home demands better sound all around. Microsoft hasn't quite talked up the battery life, possibly because so many people are working from home, but both the new Dell Inspiron and the Surface Laptop 4 will start around the $1,600 price point in Australia. And that's a little expensive for some, because not everyone wants to spend over a grand on a laptop. Hey, not everyone wants to spend that on a phone. And with some recent releases, you might not have to. If you don't need too much phone at all, but you want a touchscreen Android phone that does the basics, Nokia is there with a $169 phone. It's not going to be superbly amazing, but the Nokia 1.4 is the last of Nokia's number-only phones and offers a big screen, two cameras, a large battery, and a low price point. Its weak point might be that it offers no NFC, the near-field communication technology, which means no support for Google pay. But if you do want that, and you're looking for more grunt without too much of an added cost, you might want to check out what Oppo is releasing in the A54 and A74. The two phones are very similar, they're both 6.5 inches with four cameras on the back, and they both come with NFC for Google Pay. But they both also come with 5G, one of those new features typically found in expensive phones, even if these two phones are anything but. The A74 offers 128 gigs of storage, and the A54 offers 60 but they're also coming in at not-so-exy prices, with the A74 at $449 and the A54 at $399. Yep, that's a 5G phone with Google Pay support for $399. Frankly, we didn't think we'd see that this year, and Oppo has basically hit a new benchmark. Also new this week is something from HP called Instant Ink, which is a bit of a shake-up for printers in Australia. It's a little like a pay-as-you-go service, but for printing. If you opt in, you'll pay a monthly fee to print a number of pages, and HP will send you new ink tanks before you run out. Frankly, we're not sure where we stand on this one, though, because it's a bit of a strange concept for many people. There are families this will make total sense for, but it's not going to be for everyone. Fortunately, Instant Ink isn't forced, so if you have an HP printer, you 
you can choose to use a standard ink cartridge or one of these online controlled equivalents from Instant Ink that charges you based on a number of pages you print. You need the web for that ink cartridge and you need it for just about everything these days, including the gadget we're reviewing, the Amazon Echo Show 10. This is the latest in smart display technologies with a 10 inch screen connected to a cylindrical speaker, kind of like Google's Nest Hub Max, but with a twist, a literal twist actually, because the screen and speaker can rotate to match your position. It's made possible thanks to a motor that can move the whole thing, basically tracking you with a 13 megapixel camera. And you can use that camera for home security. And if you have family members with an Echo Show, or if they use the Amazon Alexa app, you can have video chats with them as well. But it doesn't support many apps. And if you rely on something like Facebook Messenger or Google Hangouts, there's no support here at all. I think what bothered us most about the Echo Show is just how little you can really change about it. You get the news and random photos of life and stuff, but Amazon doesn't let the Echo talk to Google or Apple libraries. It's a smart screen that feels dependent on Amazon. At least the sound isn't bad. We think most people would be happy, but honestly, there are better speakers out there, especially for a $400 smart display. And that's all the time we have. So, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found every week at Lister, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. For now, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap, and take care.